Should we get started then? Absolutely. As Kevin's opening the first bottle, this is uh, Beer Brawl 31. This one we decided to rate our cellars. And uh, tonight we have uh, John Hoyas from Hunterdon. He's here again. Hola. And uh, Kevin, of course, Dark Lord of the Stout, now on Twitter. Now on Twitter. <laughs> As seen on TV. As seen on TV. So, uh, you know, we got a, a couple, each of us brought two beers tonight. We rated our cellars. What don't you, John, what did you bring? Uh, I brought uh, Lost Abbey Ten Commandments and uh, Captain Lawrence Nor'easter. And that was last year's Batch 3, right? Yeah. And uh, how about you, Kevin? Oh, do I have to really pronounce that one? Yes, you do. <laughs> you brought it, you pronounce it. <laughs> I brought uh, a McKellar and Three Floyds Huey de Goop and uh, Brewery Papier. Cool. And that's this year's or last year's Papier? I think it's last year's, 09. 09, all right. It's 09 because that's... Oh, no, the, they only brewed it once. Yeah, they only brewed okay, it once. Okay, yeah. Uh, there was an 08 for some reason. All right, and I brought a uh, Great Divide barrel-aged hibernation barrel, uh, bear, beer, and a, uh, a Russian River supplication, which was aged with cherries. Mm-hmm. So I think we got a pretty, pretty decent up. lineup. <laughs> yeah, giddy up, that's for sure. <laughs> You know, it's a shame we might need help for some of these, you know. Uh, yeah, we might have to call in reinforcements to finish off some of these bottles. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great idea. You know, there's nothing better than, you know, busting out some good beer with uh, good beer folk, you know? Absolutely. Right on. All right, so let's get started with the Hood Goop. The Hood Goop. The Hood Goop. Gentlemen, your glasses. So, since this is your beer, you want to tell us about it? Well, actually, this one has a story. All right, let's hear the story. All right, so I'm, I'm a big, big fan of the uh, McKellar beers, and I'm a big fan of the uh, Three Floyds beers. Well, recently became a big fan of Three Floyds beers. Um, so I had stumbled upon a. I was looking for an oak goop. I, had stumbled, I somehow found this website that said, "Well, we're selling oak goop," and it was in. Uh, Amsterdam of all places <laughs> so I yeah hence the uh, the euros on the oh, bottle cool. cap so I uh, ordered this bottle of Oak Goop and a bottle of West Blutter in 06 because I couldn't resist alright I don't know how that worked out for us when we tried that right yeah right the 06 but uh, so I ordered it and uh, it arrived and it didn't say Oak Goop on the bottle it said this so I made an overseas phone call to the guy and said why did I end up with a wheat wine when I asked for a, an oat wine <laughs> yeah, I said, I thought that they meant the same thing. He's an American expat living in, uh, <laughs> in Amsterdam. I said, why did I, why did I end up with this? And he says, he thought that that was Danish for oat. I said, well, it clearly says... Uh, wheat on it. <laughs> wheat, you know, down there somewhere, right there. Yeah. And uh, For those of you listening, Kevin's yeah. actually pointing to the label on the beer. Yeah, point of label. <laughs> and uh, so we... <laughs> I said, well, I'm going to keep it. 
already had it. I already had one. I had two. So, uh, I did you ever get the oat? I did. I got the oat from a friend of mine out in um, Indiana. Thank God he, he tracked one down. I said, How did he find one? He knew I was looking, so he found Oh, this one. really smells like a barley wine, like an aged barley wine. Yeah, absolutely. You know? It's really got that, uh, like a honey and sherry kind of nose to it. Really nice. It's, it's got a lot, of, sweet, sweet. a lot of sweetness to the nose, but it doesn't translate to the palate oh, yeah? as much as you would think. It's also very um, viscous. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of having a lot of lacing, it's actually, uh, mm. you know, the, the beer itself is sticking to uh, the side of the glass. Yeah, definitely. I'll tell you, though, for being a like a uh, Three Floyd, it looks like a Three Floyd's beer, right? Wow, that's an interesting taste, yeah. Three Floyd's beer. And it's got that little little you know mug shot of of uh, what's his name from McCall from McKellar. Mm-hmm. And uh, it tastes like a Three Floyd's beer, you know. Oh, this is delicious. It really is. And it, and it that, that, yeah, like you're right. That sweetness in it doesn't translate no. into the. It's actually a fairly dry beer. Yeah. Well, you and it's and it does well, have that wheat character. Going to it. back for the, for the second smell. The second aroma, I actually caught the hops more. Yeah, who do you think influenced that? This is a collaboration beer. I think McKellar probably influenced the hops on this beer. Actually, I was thinking the reverse. Really? So, yeah. so is I. I'm with John. I, I really think that McKellar was the influence on the on the uh, on the wheat wine aspect of it, and really, Three Floyd's was the the influence on the hops because I can almost smell Alpha King on this. I've never had Alpha King. Oh, I, you know, I, I have a gumball head. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, that, that is what I'm thinking. Gumball head. Gumball. You've had gumball head, right? It's such mm-hmm. a, it's such a cool beer. It's See, I haven't had many. I've only had uh, 08 Dark Lord. It's the only three, uh, three Floyd's beer I've ever had. Now you've had two. Now I've had two, and quite frankly, two very good beers. So, I consider it a good brewery. Now. About about four years ago, I was working in a store uh, up in over in Teaneck, and. Uh, Regal actually had uh, three Floyds at the time, <laughs> and uh, they were able to get some. So I actually got a case of Robert the Bruce and Gumball Head, <laughs> and I sold out of it in like twenty minutes. Wow! <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was about five or six years ago that it was almost not would say readily available, but almost readily available around here was things like Gumball Head, Alpha King, um, not Dreadnought, but what's it? Or the other the other two like in the six packs. Oh, it's time for road trip. Robert, Robert the Bruce. Mm, Robert the Bruce. One of the other ones. Robert the Bruce. Yeah, that was a really good Scottish ale too. <laughs> it looks like looks like simply beer goes on a road trip to uh, Indiana. Yeah, I wish. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it, somebody has already asked me if I'm going out to uh, Dark Lord Day, right? Which is April 24th. For those of you who don't know already, um, but that is uh, <laughs> Daddy Daughter Weekend. So uh, family comes first. Uh, Hey kids, we're all taking a trip. <laughs> yeah, right. Hope you like cornfields. <laughs> Look Not, at the beautiful countryside, honey. Look, cows. But uh, Look, and any of, you, any of you listening going to uh, Dark Lord Day, I would uh, you know appreciate a bottle of beer. That'd be pretty swell. I'm glad we pay you Tuesday for a Dark Lord today. <laughs> you know, now my last sip of this beer, it actually was very hoppy and very dry. And this nice dry hoppy bitterness to it. Yeah, you know, coming from going from a really sweet nose to a, to a nice round flavor into a strong dry bitterness was really nice. 
You know, I, I, dig I really it. like the complexity on this beer. And it's it's got a lot going on. It presents itself really well, and it presents itself in stages. Yeah. So I mean, it really, it's an experience drinking this beer from start to finish. I wonder, you know, had this one a little bit colder, and then drinking the whole thing all the way through to the warm to room temperature. I, I bet that would be a pretty good experience. And then not being able to walk for the rest of the night, that would be maybe because awesome. this is a uh, <laughs> ten point four. Yeah. Yeah, ten point four ABV beer. So the funny little thing about Three Floyds, if you look at their their roster of, of beers, none of them dip below six <laughs> percent. <laughs> no, actually, Gumball had things like five five, but that's it. They don't really make a session beer, which uh, you know they're not known for session beers, so. No, when you have a whole day devoted to a beer, no, you're not really. Uh, nah, I love that that like aged barley wine quality it has. Yeah, and and I don't know if it's just because this is you know year older. Keep in mind, it's also traveled across the ocean twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, was it brewed in at Three I th- Floyds? I think yeah, I think it was brewed here. Because the label is in Dutch. Uh, Stephen Rye, Stephen Rye, yeah. Brewed and bottled by Three Floyds Brewing Company, Munster, Indiana. Okay, there you go. All right, so next up, John is opening up the uh, Lost Abbey Ten Commandments. Now, this is last year's 08, or two years this, ago. This is 08, yeah. So, two years ago. Because yeah, this traditional comes out in the spring, I think. Yep. I got some notes on this somewhere here. So, yeah, this is a late spring release beer. All right, it's got the corkscrew. <laughs> a whole lot of cork. Jeez. Ooh, 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 ooh. I don't think we have a carbonation pro- problem on this last tabby. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Well, carbonation problems or not, their beers are still top notch. Pretty dark beer. I think it's made with raisins and something else. It smells delicious. Honey raisins and rosemary. Rosemary. It's an interesting spice to put into a beer. Although I don't really get any on the nose. Or maybe get, a little bit. I almost get like a mint, yeah. 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 Um, it's like the combination of raisins and rosemary makes kind of like this minty. Because you can smell the, the raisins, you can smell the honey. And then there's that some kind of green, leafy. Definitely herb. Herbal kind of aroma in there, which we'll have to assume is the rosemary. Well, I mean, fresh rosemary is very, very fragrant. Yeah. <sighs> This smells delicious. <laughs> this is delicious. You're well, Peter. Peter. Yeah, I, I'm making like a little gas mask <laughs> over the glass of my nose. Well, listeners, Peter is uh, making sweet love to his glass right now. <laughs> sweet love. Oh, lost Abby. <laughs> Where art thou been? So are you a sinner or a saint? <laughs> I do believe I'm a saintly sinner. <laughs> Is it possible to be a sinning saint? A sinning saint. I just that, this aromas. It, it's also got the malt to it too, which is nice. Something I really don't dig about this beer. I can't place it. Well, it's kind of it'd be interesting to try a current one to see how like the rosemary holds up in the beer over time. Mm. You said this is two years old, and you know aroma spices like rosemary, they tend to. Or, you know, aroma spices in beer tend to fade over time. Yeah. Sly Fox Christmas would be a perfect example of that. Exactly, yeah. When we did that four-year vertical Sly Fox, you could really see the spices kind of falling out of the beer over time. 
This this one we tasted it. Yeah, right. Yeah, this one there's almost no herbal quality to the flavor. True. It's very raisiny, uh, very malty. It's got a little bit of like um, tannins to it and some astringency as well. The aroma just (laughs) you know it really helps the the beer. This is a two stage beer. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. The the combination of honey and raisins in this beer and whatever malts they're using is really nice. I like how I like how the carbonation acts in this beer. Because it doesn't sit in the glasses as a big frothy head. Right. It dissipates pretty quickly, but um, the carbonation is, is pretty fun, but not too intense. So it's really it's it's just there to just enhance a little bit of the flavor. Yeah, I think I think this beer you, you definitely start losing some qualities to it mm. with over carbonation. You know, as because it tends to swell so much in your mouth. You, this, yeah. this one you want to kind of coat, you know, your tongue and and you know the bottom part of your palate. And this is another one that's pretty pretty viscous. What's the yeah. herb in uh, in Jägermeister? What's the main herb they use? You comparing this to Jägermeister? God, I know. I, I taste. I taste. I taste a similarity between the two in the in like a. It is. It's a pretty hefty beer. It's nine percent. Yeah, nine percent. Um, you know, I don't know what the bottle says. If there's any further information on the bottle, not really. It's a cool logo. I love Lost Abbey's logos. Yeah, they do a really, really good job. I wonder who does the artwork for them. Is that that's some pretty intricate. You know, artwork. I saw that tattoo on a guy's back once. I was just gonna say that's a, that's like it's almost like tattoo art. Speaking of which, I gotta get mine finished. <laughs> get mine started. <laughs> God has given given unto you these fifteen, ten, ten these commands. ten commandments. <laughs> Actually, you only. I, I was waiting for that. The only reason I brought this beer was so I could use that shit. <laughs> Now we're quoting Monty Python. <laughs> just, like, just like we got to chant when we did the... Uh, <laughs> we got to cut that part out and put that at the very beginning of your podcast. <laughs> like we, like when you started the last one with the chant. Oh, yeah, that was very cool. That was great. How you start that one? God has given unto you. He's <laughs> 15. No, 10 commandments. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Try to place that herbal herbal quality though I find in this, like it's it's so it's similar to yeah Jägermeister of all things, but it's it's there. I almost get like a little bit of a sour quality in the post finish. Really? Just a little bit. I get a lot of, a little bit. Of I'm getting too. a little bit like astringency. Yeah. Um, Maybe and it's and it's barely dry. I'm like, it, it feels like all the moisture is getting sucked out of the. The, yeah, my maybe cheeks. maybe that's what I'm tasting. You know, is that coffee or tea? <laughs> tea. <laughs> this has a long, long finish. Absolutely. This beer, I mean, I, I haven't had a sip now in probably a minute or so, and I can still taste it. it doesn't strike me as a beer. <sighs> Do you want me to? What does it strike you as? Bend over, I'll hit you with the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want him to bend over, and then you're going to hit uh, him? Uh, <laughs> Where? We've got, we've got some problems here, but... Um, 
<laughs> what it uh, what it strikes me as is like a very complex, interesting libation. But I really I don't know if I'd call it a beer because it's so interesting. It's so different from uh, what we normally drink. I love that it stretches the boundaries. Yeah. yeah. Well, while Kevin's opening the papier, I, I want to make one last comment about the, the Ten Commandments. Look at how much of that beer is left. We're never drinking all that. <laughs> no, it's such a shame. I know. I've got wine corks downstairs. If anybody needs them, I don't. Yeah. Have, actually, I sell those puffy sucky things that I was using on the. Yeah, well, take it home. I love puffy sucky. Me <laughs> too. We all. There. <laughs> and we all. It's like great that I sell it too. And it, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Look all. You're one spot. You're one puffy sucky. Spot. Puffy sucky. <laughs> All right, so now uh, we're moving on to a brewery beer. You know, we've done a lot of brewery beers. We did the Hot and Roth, Booth and Ruth, Hot and Ruth. <laughs> Damn tasty treat that it was. Yes, for the three yes, one one and fresh and free. Yes, <laughs> they're making that again this year, right? Yeah. Oh, that's tough. Saison de Lent's coming soon. Yes, you guys yes, have it already? It Not yet. It'll be here in probably about two weeks. Yeah. So we have a. Now the the brewery's been making some. Limited release specialty beers. Probably the biggest one is Black Tuesday. Um, but they did release um, Papier last year. Uh, basically, it's an old English-style ale uh, using some Belgian yeast. Uh, barrel-aged. I don't think they're going to make it again. So we're drinking Kevin's now. <laughs> <laughs> I have two. Okay. <laughs> I still have one in my garage. <laughs> As you can see, this one has a... a uh, uh, Must have tag. had a price tag on it, so yeah. it did not come from my store. So I cannot verify where well, or when you know this what? was. It, it, it does have a ton of wax on the top. Yes, uh, a fairly probably eighth of an inch thick wax. <laughs> that well, the back says oak aged old ale. Yes. So you know this yeah. is going to be. Uh, it's a uh, fourteen percent alcohol. This is fourteen. Yep. Taxi. <laughs> 40, 40, 45 IBUs. Right? So this was this was bottled in May of 09. No, and it's their anniversary, oh, one year anniversary. God. Out. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> Man. We're, we're gonna have to uh Happy birthday to me. <laughs> this <laughs> your birthday coming up? No. <laughs> Alright. Your wish it was. <laughs> All right, happy, so Scott happy birthday. Scott in Colorado, who I traded this beer for. I traded this beer too. I hope you enjoy it. Because, oh, damn, I'm regretting that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bottle of this that I traded for some other stuff. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Vanilla. Oak. Oh, my God. This is insane. This is going to Dark, so luscious beautiful. goodness. <laughs> I can't wait. To, I haven't even tasted it yet. <laughs> the force is strong with this one. I can't wait to try this in five years. This is going to be gorgeous. <laughs> I'll hold on to my other one for five years. You know, I'm going to have to... Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you got to edit a lot out of this. I'm not editing that out, but damn. <laughs> this is a good freaking beer. Yeah. All these are good beers, but damn. This is, <laughs> this is, this is just nuts. This is a nutty beer. Well, no, not in it, but... <laughs> I just put down my throat. Yeah, exactly. Is this beer? This is... Where are those, wow. where are those monks? I'm going to get another one, save it for two years. 
probably going to buy three or four more if I find them. <laughs> We're going to be bidding each other out. <laughs> Don't bother. I know where to find them. Oh, yeah? Oh, yes. The force is strong with this one. There's a reason why we love Jaws so much. <laughs> oh, I got the power! <laughs> wow. Uh, those, those, those wacky nuts at Hunter and Brewing Company. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm looking here at the description of this beer. The last line in this beer is best for sharing. I think damn straight. I mean, this is 14% alcohol that you can't even taste the alcohol in. I mean, it's there a little bit, but for 14%, I mean, it's very well hidden under all these flavors. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not even writing notes on this one. I'm just like, wow. Just wow. What do you? Oh, this is it's just it's so smooth, it's so rich. I need a porterhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, we need this a will, steak. This will, cut, this, this will cut the porterhouse for you. I'm no kidding. Wow, uh, the guys in the brewery. I hope you listen to this podcast because, man, this is a good freaking beer, and I hope you make it again. Yeah, you definitely outdid yourself. Here. Am I the only one who tastes coconut on this, or? No, I, I get a little bit, but mostly vanilla. But coconut's not an uncommon flavor when you get barrel aging in beer. Mm. I've tasted And especially this is, after... It's like a peanut, this is like a dark red now chocolate I'm getting pina it. colada. But what ha- I'm getting it in like the second and third set. You yeah. know, when, when uh, oak, you know, the, the wax seal is held very well. You know, that's it's a good eighth of an inch of wax on the top of this beer. Very impressive. I mean... No stupid. I, I, I don't think they held anything back in this beer. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they actually lost money making this beer. It was worth it. I mean, <laughs> this is, if Black Tuesday tastes a tenth as good as this, it's still a bargain. This stuff's amazing for, yeah. for, for, what, we, for what we spent on these. You know, when they were originally on sale, what were they? 16 bucks, 17 bucks when they originally were out? I on, never on saw retail. one in a store. We had a case. I just this I, this beer is absolutely amazing. I mean, I, I, need, I need a different class. I to, I'd say this for later. We got a half a bottle here. That's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is paradise. The world is not enough. <laughs> oh, man, it's got these like really deep sherry notes in it yeah. as well, which is you know with kind of like that raisiny dark fruit like aroma, and then. The, that sherry that goes with it. And, wow. I'm going to call the brewer up on Monday. And I'm going to tell him that we opened a bottle of Papier. And he's got he's to listen to this podcast because this is insane, dude. This is, this is an, you know, if, if these the rest of the beers that we have tonight are half as good, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> look at the lineup, though. I mean, seriously, look at the lineup. I mean, the Nor'easter from Captain Lawrence. I mean, that well, is a here's, great Here's the interesting beer. thing. Hibernation is also an oak-aged old ale. This is, it's the same style, so it'll be interesting to see how the two compare and contrast. Oh, that's but not this. This is also that's not fair for hibernation. I no, know, it's not. I mean, you're talking a, a year of aging. This should have been the last beer we tasted of the night. This really should have been the last you one. Know, I, I had no idea this was this good. How did we know this was going to be this good? Did you ever have it before? No. So, all right, you so, traded yours away. You know, mate. Yeah, you know oh, what? I'm so happy. I'm and, so and, happy and, I got to share it with you. But, but uh, I, I, you know, that's a great thing about trading. I've never regretted a trade I've made. I still don't. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I still don't regret it. You know, because I know the guy that it went to is gonna appreciate it. Huh. 
So he some of the beers. I mean, the guy that got the brewery sent me the uh, barrel aged hibernation that we're gonna be drinking later. That's you know the guy's got good taste. That oh, is so. that is such a weird, uh, isn't it? <laughs> I gotta have one of these for you to taste. <laughs> I'm so happy I got to share it with you, Peter. I'm and, so happy. And he, he, I know he uh, he was looking forward to uh, hearing. He's looking forward to hearing his podcast because he sent me an email uh, that he thought was really cool that I included the hibernation in tonight's uh, beer brawl. So I know he'll be listening. And Scott, I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> That's good, good, good haul. Wow, look at the, the viscosity on this. I mean, my glass is now orange. I don't even want to drink it. I just want to sit here and smell it. I know. I drank it. You went there, huh? Hell yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I'll be honest. I haven't had a bad beer from the brewery. I have not had a bad one from them. Uh, well, uh, Kevin's choking down his pizza mm-hmm. after the break, <laughs> literally, <laughs> from the papier. I'm going to be opening up our next beer, the uh, Great Divide Barrel-Aged Hibernation Beer, which is actually capped with tin foil top. Nice. So, let's I'm see here. I'm alive. I'm alive, folks. All right. Alive. Kevin's alive. Let me open this up. He lives. <laughs> Alright, so this one, it's an old ale, like the last, the uh, papier we just had. Um, barrel aged for, let's say, nine months in uh, Stranahan whiskey barrels. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> this is a mark here. <laughs> and uh, it's, a, uh, it's a, lot, a lot less in uh, ABV than the papier. It's 11.1. Yeah, Mark would have a field day with this one. I don't. I keep telling him to sit in on one of these oh, with us. Wow. <laughs> Wait, I, you know, how can you go from like an absolutely spectacular beer to an absolutely spectacular beer? I mean, God, you know what you got? Who would have fucking? Thought? You got to do something different. <laughs> All right. So this is bottle three. There was only four hundred ninety-two <coughs> bottles produced. This is bottle number three hundred and fifty. So there's only four hundred ninety-one. Yes, there's now. <laughs> a lot less. What was bottled out? Four hundred ninety-two bottles of beer on the wall. Four hundred ninety-two <laughs> bottles of beer. <laughs> so this this is the um, if I guess if you're a Colorado resident, they call this is one of the beers of the trifecta. The trifecta is the barrel aged hibernation, the barrel aged ruffian, and the barrel aged yeti. I now only have one of them left. <laughs> I have the barrel aged Yeti. We are now drinking the barrel aged hibernation. And uh hey maybe Scott, you want me to send me the uh the barrel aged ruffian? Please. <laughs> <laughs> so they're completely different nose than the last beer that we had. It's 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 kind of deeper, it's not as sweet, um a little chocolatey, vanilla, definitely some oak. This is a more approachable beer. Yeah. Places, uh, this this is yeah, it's definitely not as viscous as the papier, but the flavor oh. on this is insane. Yeah, you're seriously <laughs> wow. not missing you're, miss, you're not missing out on anything. Oh my god. You go from one oh my god beer to a second oh my god beer and Wow. Oak, Oak aged old ale is the new Imperial Stout. Now now the last <laughs> the the last that's beer that we had my name. Dark Lord of the Old Oak Aged Old Ales. 
this one, the last beer they had was really intense on the vanilla and kind of cherry and like that kind of sweeter side. This one's all darker, chocolatey, oak. But you and, you really get the Stratahans on this. You and, really and that get that, that bourbon, Scotch that just, bourbon. Yeah, it comes through. Whiskey flavor. You, you know about the, uh, the Stratahans, like the, uh, they did Snowflake series. Yeah. They, I've tasted them all. I've, oh. I've got two at home. I got the, the Paladise cask and the uh, Port cask. Mm. This reminds me of the Port cask. A little smoky, a little. Uh, it does have a little. It bit does of a little smoke. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that. Just this as you're saying this, that, this is this is cool. This is really and cool. The one, the one thing I like about this beer, and it's just an appearance thing. It's got nothing to do with the flavor. Is that there's a lot more foam in this beer, so it's got a bigger head. It's got a little bit more like foam sticking to the side of the glass. You've almost got like a smoky quality to the head. Yeah. In my glass. It smells delicious. I mean, I definitely can see this aging this one out a couple of years too. This is actually a wonderful follow-up to Papier. I must have yeah. it. It's it's not as big, but it's it's really got it's, it's, it's a very flavorful beer. Yeah, it's, it's very robust. Now I'm Dude. concerned on the name. My precious. Let's do that again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see how bad that picture is. You can see it on the website. I always yeah, end up with these, these dumb ass pictures. God, that you know that that that, that black off picture is terrible. Yeah, It'll be on the website. I know that's gonna. You're gonna crop it a little bit. It's gonna end up on the website. That is so good. You know, people, people are gonna go to your website. They're gonna see me there, and then they're gonna go meet me in the store. And be like, you're the same dude. <laughs> Now dude, I get it. Dude, you're the bottle stroker. <laughs> dude, that's like my. Do you need some alone time? <laughs> Could you at least put underneath it, my precious? <laughs> Scott, wow. send more, please. Yeah, <laughs> Scott. Thank you. I look like an idiot holding your beer, but it's well worth the trade. Yeah. My beer now. Well worth the trade. Wow. Uh, this is delicious. I want to have another glass. I will have another glass. Was it Stranahan's? It just happens to be after Nor'easter. After, after. <laughs> but isn't Stranahan's uh, related to uh, Flying Dog, though, right? It used to be. Actually, they get their malts from Oscar Blues now. Okay, well, because Flying Dog shifted everything to, yeah. to Maryland. Yeah. Thank God. I like having them on the East Coast. It comes one of ours. <sighs> like, yes, there's good beer over here, too, yes. <laughs> wow, <My> that's precious. <laughs> <laughs> this, this was an amazing beer. Hands down. I don't. Wow. I don't know if it, it. It's. I can't say it tops Papier. It's different. Than it's Papier, so different. But it's but still it's amazing. amazing. No, it's, it's it's so cool that they're they're so different yet so similar. You know, it's a the same. It's two takes on the same style, and neither of them disappoints. Mm. Not a single thing wrong mm. with either of them. I wish I had this on my shelf, so because it wouldn't last on my shelves past my door. It wouldn't get to your shelves. <laughs> you don't need to see our shelf. And, but this is another beer that has a real long, long finish, finish, particularly uh, with the whiskey in it. I mean, you get that. The, I, the oak, I just taste that charred oak. It's still sitting yeah, on my still, palate. It just kind of sits on your tongue and camps out and says, Head down! <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. 
I mean, hibernation by itself is a fantastic beer, but I don't think I've had. I haven't had hibernation. I'll have to get you a bottle. I have many in my garage. The smartest thing I ever did was I said no to clicking uh, buy it now on a 06 Dark Lord. Yeah. I heard they were a little over the top, over the hill. I said, thank God. I I still have an 07, so I'm probably going to drink that soon. (laughs) I've never had Dark Lord. When the when the tens when we get the tens, I'll do a vertical. Because I don't think the seven's gonna last much longer. The 08 was I had that about a month ago and that was freaking amazing. I had the, I had the 08 on Twitter. I was. All right, folks. Now we are moving on to uh, the second one John brought, which is uh, local beer. It's uh, Captain Lawrence Nor'easter Batch Number Three. So this year's version was batch four. So this is last year's version. It's a uh, basically it's a winter weir, a winter weir, a winter beer made with uh, elderberries, barrel aged. It's a pretty fantastic beer. Captain Lawrence makes some pretty killer stuff. Yeah, you know, I cracked open a IPA I found in my basement. That that Imperial IPA. Yeah, Captain's Reserve. Captain's Reserve. I think I was in my basement for like six or eight months or something like that, and I. Thought, oh my god, I have an IPA this, this this old. So I crack it open. Wow, this still tastes like sex in a bottle. Yeah, I love their double IPA. I think I'm, I think I'm gonna start my my trades. Will always include one of those from here on out. So it's a bonus. Always gonna get a Captain uh, Reserve. There you go. It's a great beer. Oh, another fantastic aroma. Yeah. I'm, wow. Mm. It's it's really settled down. This Definitely. beer. And the bourbon is really shining through. I expected this to be a lot more tart, but it's not. Not that that's a bad thing, just my expectations coming in were that this was going to be a more tart beer. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah. Mmm. Got that berry flavor in the bourbon. Really, really mixes to what well nicely. Yeah. Um... And this is a great follow-up to the other two, too. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's got similar qualities from the last two. Like, we hit a high point, or really high point, yeah. with a papier. And then it continued to another high point, you know, with a hibernation. And this one is kind of picking up flavors from both of those mm. in the beer. And, you know, we have rinsed out our beers. There was a pause in between. We had some more food, you know. Nice. So we know we're not contaminating our glasses from the previous two beers, and it's just really kind of that vanilla is coming through and the oakness and the bourbon. And not so much the elderberries, though. They're kind of very yeah, subtle, if even there at all anymore. Yeah, they're definitely kind of kicked towards I the back. Of this I got a different kind of berry in the nose. Good. Hey, they're up there a little bit, yeah. Right on the finish, you can get a little bit of that uh, okay, yeah. a subtle tartness. What kind of yeast does he use? I don't know. I can ask him. Yeah, I'd love to. We've got to sit down. we got to get him in on one of these and sit down and talk to him. I'd love to just hear what he has to I say. I mean, he's local. I mean, beer. Captain Lawrence is, well, from my house, he's about 40 miles from my house, probably about 55 miles from here. Yeah, you know, it's not, it's not that far. Less than an hour drive. Yeah. You know, it's right over the Tappan Zee Bridge in, in New York. And I mean, he's been making beers there for 10 years now. Twelve years, about that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He's been cool. making beer for a while, and they make some pretty incredible sour beers. Mm. That, you know, 
as well as you know these uh, seasonal beers. I mean, this is their winter seasonal, which sells out immediately everywhere. Um, Except that the store that my three bottles were at. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did see some at the uh, Bowery Whole Foods. We had it on our but, shelves uh, for. They get a ton of it. We so. had it on our shelves for about three or four days, I think. People, people weren't expecting. I think every time somebody saw it, they went, "Wow!" and grabbed a bottle. Yeah. The label on this is actually nicely informative. Um, this beer has undergone three fermentations and an aging period in freshly emptied bourbon barrels. The first f- fermentation created a rich dark ale using our Belgian-style yeast. Answer your yeast question. The second fermentation was brought about by adding elderberries to the brew, imparting a vinous uh, character to the beer. And the third fermentation occurred in the bottle after the beer had finished aging in the bourbon barrels. I wonder what kind of yeast they added in the bottle re-fermentation. Probably not the same Belgian yeast, I would imagine. Probably a safe, yeah, safe yeast, a non-flavor um, impacting yeast. Right. So for those of you who don't know, there's all sorts of different types of characters you can get from yeast. We, we I just described safe yeast, which is basically a yeast that's going to eat some of the sugars. It's going to create some carbon dioxide, which will carbonate the bottle, but it's not going to add additional flavors to the beer, um, whereas the Belgian yeast is going to add a lot of flavor to the beer. So you, when you want to bottle condition a beer, generally, most times you use a safe yeast. Uh, but for the most time, the 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 partial refermentation in the beer is is from a safe yeast. You know, it's it's so funny. I mean, we're talking about how these beers kind of fit into a line, and you know, Papier and, and even the barrel aged barrel aged hibernation really had that pop. And this is really just so much more subtle. Yeah, and it's, and now, it's really got the deep complexity to it. As as I've had three or four sips now, the the berries are really starting to kind of come into play. Yeah, they more sneak more. in. They they kind of build mm. in flavor as you go. It's it's a really it's amazingly smooth too. This beer, it's it's very kind of creamy as you drink it. It's got that bourbon flavor which doesn't add any heat to the beer. So. With the alcohol content on twelve percent, I mean it's a big beer. Yeah. but it's, it's not, not oxidized like either. This does not taste like twelve percent. No. Do we? Uh, I wonder. Do we mimic like what you see out there and not uh, in public when you're on like websites or? I mean, look what we've brought to the party tonight. Everything is high octane, big, big bold beers, and these are the ones we sell. Or you know, it tends to be our our sellable beers always the high ones. And we find them to be most enjoyable to drink, right? Yeah. Well, that's that's part of it. I mean, certainly the high ABV beers are going to be more, um, are, are going to handle the rigors of aging better. Mm-hmm. I mean, generally, even a bottle conditioned well, you want five percent beer is not going to hold up that well. To age a beer, generally, the higher the alcohol, the more hops, and yeast added to the bottle is going to prolong the life of the beer. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't necessarily have to have all three. You can have you know, hops and high alcohol, high alcohol and yeast. Um, but there are, there are beers that you don't want to age. Pilsners, um, IPAs, for the most part, don't want to age. Because you don't get the beer the way the brewer intended. 
These well, 120 being the exception. 120 <laughs> maybe. We haven't had Sync to Bismarck yet, so that might be a second, um, you know, exception to the rule. But um, yeah, for the most part, you you lose qualities to a beer. Spiced beers are a beer I would tend not to age, although we did have two of them tonight. Doing the Nor'easter and the uh, Ten, Commandments, Ten Commandments, which yeah. actually held up very well. But we noticed the spice quality in the beers have kind of subsided into the background. Definitely. And that's we, only after a year. I think they, right, for both and, I, and I think they've added a lot to both of them, too. When, you, when it's yeah. like become, maybe it's become the background, but it's like when you cook, when you cook a dish, if you add the spices during, you know, say you're making a, like I make a mac and cheese. I make mac and cheese, I, I start with saute the onions in butter, right? And when the butter looks creamy, I add the spices and then continue to saute so the spices cook into the on, original onions. Eventually, those onions get strained out with the spices, but the onions and the spices and that butter still stay as part of that right. eventual, you know, that creamy sauce that becomes it. Yeah, these, these tend to fade, they fade into the background, and it could be a good thing for a beer over time. To let them fade, be more subtle, and you get different qualities of the beer coming out, different characteristics. Uh, we did a, a Sly Fox tasting at, at a Simply Beer tasting a couple months ago. We did four years of Sly Fox Christmas Ale. And the old one, the oldest one, was probably by far the best of them. I agree. And, and, yeah, the, and the one that. Wonderful. The 06, the 07 were by far the best. And then you started to get a lot more spice, a lot more heat in the beer. And you can really see what happens to a beer after it ages for a while. Not that the, you know, 09 was a bad beer. It was very good. Mm-hmm. But it changes characteristics over time. Those aroma characteristics to a beer tend to subside where the base qualities of the beer tend to come out. The malts, even the yeast qualities, mm-hmm. um, can really come to the forefront of the beer. The Nor'easter... I think it held up very well. I mean, the elderberries are still there. They're not as powerful as they would have been initially in the beer. But they kind of, as you drink a couple sips, they kind of become more and more prominent in the beer. They they build like some types of hops tend to build. I, I think this is actually a really good age for this beer. Yeah. I, I think in another year or two, the elderberries are going to be gone. And you're just going to be left with a very bourbon-dominant beer. Yeah. It's not here. that that's a bad thing, but... I think the way the brewery, and we can we kind of go back to what did the brewer intend? Yeah. You know, this is really kind of a nice meld of what the brewer intended with a little bit of aging and, you know, that kind yeah. of hint of elderberries, and it, it, particularly after you get into the second and third sip of the beer uh, and, and and the bourbon barrel aging as well. Very nice. Top, top quality. I mean, wow. <laughs> now, having said Wait. all that, now I have to drink the other two that I have now. <laughs> I'll help. Yeah, can you get a hand with that? <laughs> I'll, I'll bring one of my uh, batch fours over and uh, we'll compare. That's what we should we should sit down and do. That yeah. is one. Compare beer to beer. We should do vertical tastings too. You know, but some beers though they can age much longer, especially when you start talking about like sour beers, beers that are fermented with wild yeasts. That still the yeast is in the bottle. Those will really change over time. And can go on for 10, 15 years. Do I sense a segue into our last beer? (laughs) (laughs) Unintentional segue, but yeah. Oh, yes. (laughs) Here it comes. Um, So our last beer of the night, 
I'm not going to share with you guys. So it's a small, it's a small <laughs> bottle. A small bottle. It's all mine. There's not enough. There's not enough to go around. It's uh, all mine. My precious. Oh, he's got his own precious over there. You want to stroke this one too, Kevin? No, I've already stroked the hibernation <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you though. I forgot I was rinsing out my glass. I'm like, wow, this got really watery. <laughs> <laughs> it still had a little color to it, and I didn't quite notice. All right, so next up is the last beer of this podcast. Not the last beer of the night, but the last beer of this podcast. <laughs> uh, this will be uh, one we can't get in New Jersey, um, but maybe a lot of you uh, Midwest and East Coast people or West Coast people have had it. This is Russian Rivers Supplication. This is batch number three, which is from last year. Uh, it's the last year they actually made the... Uh, they, they put it in the 375 milliliter bottles. Uh, so it might actually be two years old, because I think last year they did 750s of this. And then they went, this year they're going back to the 750s. I, think, seven, so, I, think, sometimes they make them, I think sometimes they make them both. No, what happened is um, last year these became too expensive for them in the amount of that they're using. So they switched to 750 milliliters. But then this year, they're going back to the 375s because they and Lost Abbey, or, or Port Brewing, mm-hmm. um, went together and made a mold of 375 bottles that they're sharing. Yeah, that looks a lot like an older viscosity bottle as well, as I was going to say. Except that it's, the older viscosity is a little bit wider. And, and now, and, more and pointy. It looks like an oil and bottle. Less pointy, but it's, it's a little bit wider. Uh, but anyways... We're getting into semantics now. So this is a uh, a, a brown ale aged in uh, oak barrels with cherries for 14 months. Oh. Holy God. Happy birthday. Woo. Wow. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I put a the time this week. I've seen... I've seen... Uh, so this is you. aged in um, French oak Pinot Noir barrels. Oh. It's got uh, Britannomyces, Lactobacillus, and uh, Pediococcus in it. I was got all your friends. All my friends. So, so Russian River apparently... Heaven, I'm in heaven with you. <laughs> so this won the silver medal at the... Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is like Peter. They brewed this beer just for Peter. Yeah. <laughs> this is, apparently this is super sour, so... A great way to finish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have a winner. Ding, 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 ding. Johnny's everybody's won. Wow. I mean, this is this is this, this is, is intensely beer. sour on the nose. I mean, it's a slight bit of cherries and vinegar. I mean, wow. You need, you need like flan to go with this. This is a seven uh, percent alcohol. It's uh, it's won two silver medals at the Great American Beer Fest for uh, the sour ale category, and that's all the information I have on it. Oh my God! Do you really need? To, what can we really say about all right. this? We need video. I goddamn you in a Wi-Fi in this place. <laughs> oh, I wanted to stream this live on uh, UStream, but uh, so nonetheless, we're the only. We're the only you just have to listen to us, you know. Wow, <laughs> that's all I gotta say is wow. I don't want to drink going, anymore. 
you're just because I, I, I don't want to drink anymore. And, and oh, wow, <laughs> that hit me like oh. a ton of bricks. Wow, the cherries on this are so tart. I, I want to save this. It, it's for like, like this nutty cherry flavor to it with that that sourness. It's just amazing. Well, that too. <laughs> Damn it. It makes me want to listen to like a Wilson Pickett song, Funky Broadway. <laughs> I mean, we we I, we put together an amazing wow. group of beers tonight. I mean, after every beer, we've just been like, wow, wow, <laughs> wow. And that's nothing against the Hootie Goop or, or the Ten Commandments. I mean, they were great too. It just went crazy after that. I mean, yeah. they were all good, but it just went. And we we were at like you know running at like a hundred decibels. 110 decibels, then I'll, now we're 150 decibels. I mean, this yeah, is like ear splitting. This is really turned up to 11. Like, yeah, this is. We were, listening yeah. To, we were listening to Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, and then all of a sudden, the Social D shows up. And, uh, <laughs> wow, this is. Actually, I thought it would be a lot more sour based on the aroma That's than just, it really is. It's tart. It's very tart. It, it's probably on a, on a scale of 1 to 10 for sour for me. This is probably about an 8. It's not quite up to that candy. I mean, this reminds me of like an uh, Hanson's or Goozer. Definitely, like definitely, <sighs> it's it's in that vein of one of the best Goozers from Belgium. But you try it like uh, the um, the Cantillon Creek. It's not. It's it's more sour than this is. Now I'm trying to compare the two. I don't think there's a comparison to the no, two. No, no, there isn't. I mean, you, you got different base beers, you got different barrel aging. True. You got very true. You probably actually have different yeasts in this. You know, I'm sure they're not. I mean, the um, the cantons right. are the these cantons are, probably don't have bread. These are well, they might have bread. They're they're you know air spontaneously true. fermented. So there's like 97 different strains of yeast in those cantons. Right. I mean, these are um, the um, Bacteria and um, and yeast in this, a lot of them are actually coming out of the barrels that these are are in. They do, I believe, they do a sour mash um, for this and, and a lot of their sour beers, as well as uh, introducing stuff in the barrel. Yeah. Okay. So here they say uh, during the barrel aging process, sour cherries were added. Britannomyces, lactobacillus, and pediococcus were added to each barrel. So it sounds like they actually didn't do a sour mash for this beer, which is actually creating a sour beer. Here they let the um, the barrels, either they added to the barrels or was already in, I don't want to say infested, uh, but embedded into the oak, um, these different um, bacterias and, and yeast strains. Well, from what I understand about the way Vinnie Bruce is that he's got two different sets of tanks. He's one got two for, sets of everything. One because he knows that, you know, for the sour beers he's created, he knows those tanks are, are infested, infected. They're, they're contaminated. They're contaminated with, you know. Because lactobacillus is a bacteria that basically you can't get rid of without, like, boiling water and bleach. I mean, combination of. Right. Um, and or nuclear <clears throat> holocaust. Yes. Uh, basically, you can't get rid of. Lactobacillus bacteria and pediococcus, without actually going through a um, sterilization 
mm. process. Right. Not not a, a sanitation. Sanitation and sterilization are completely different. So yes, um, I interviewed Vinny a couple weeks ago, and uh, he said basically every hose, every gasket, um, every washer, they have two copies of. One for when they're because they brew in the same vessels. Right. Um, so they can clean the vessels, but you know those washers and stuff they, they hold that those bacteria because they're they're not um, flat like right. stainless steel. Right. Right. They're porous. They're not porous. They're slightly porous, but they also got cracks and grooves and crevices. Right. There's and no way to, to really right. sterilize them pro- exactly. properly. So they, they they replace everything from doing like Pliny the Elder younger uh, to doing. Uh, supplication, and actually, I think he said they actually separate the brew houses uh, from Pliny um, and, and the other one, but I'm not, I don't remember, so don't quote me on that. Pliny, I hear one more talk about the freaking elder or younger. You know what? They're they're good IPAs, and everybody's got their opinions, and you know I would not turn one down. But well, are they the best in the world? Some people think so. Some don't. Don't. I love that our finishing beer is the lowest ABV of the evening at 7%. 7%. <laughs> it's about time. Oh, wow. It's about time. What a wonderful <laughs> beer. The combination of the brown ale and cherries is really nice. It's got it's got a little bit more body than your typical Oud Creek would, would have. Yeah. And I think that that's you know in part due to the fact that it starts out as a brown ale. It's delicious. This is a cool, cool, cool beer. Wow. I don't know. You guys yeah. want to pick a favorite tonight? I, I no. don't know if I can. I'm no. not. I'm not going to bother. All of them. Gimme. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. I mean, we got it. I mean, this is. I'm gladly drink any of these beers on any occasion, any time. These any place, are. Anywhere. I, I would say call them like hyper amazing beers. I mean, these are above and beyond, pretty much anything you can buy regularly in a store. And all of these you probably can't buy in a store anymore unless you find some weird out-of-the-way place that happened to have gotten something and nobody knew about and left on the shelves. Pretty much. Otherwise, these are not available beers. And you know what? Sorry for those of you listening who want to find them. Maybe you can find them on eBay. Trade. Uh, trade trade friends. Trade away. Um, you know, but you got to have some good stuff to trade for good stuff, and that's hard sometimes, too. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to part with something you want to... Yeah. You know, as, as Peter found out, he, he got rid of a papier for a hibernation. He didn't really lose well, it all. That, that wasn't the trade. It was that for some other stuff. In the second trade with the with Scott, I got the uh, hibernation. So eventually it worked itself out. You know, amazing beers. And I, I got to say, wow, thank you guys. Prost. Yes. <laughs> Kevin from the Liquor Outlet. I mean, two beers you brought. Amazing. John, same thing. Uh, Peter. Thank you. Two beers you brought. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. That wraps up uh, Beer Brawl 31. Uh, you can follow Simply Beer on Twitter and Facebook and any other social media place you can probably think of. I'm there. Yeah. Find, me, find me on some of them too. <laughs> Don't forget that we add content all the time. Uh, I'm always available. You got a question, shoot me an email. Hit me up on Twitter, Facebook. I live by my computer if I'm not out drinking beer somewhere. So thank you and have a good night.